You're listening to The Way Church Podcast. If you're looking for a place to hear God's Word and be inspired, you have come to the right place. We believe this week's message from Pastor Ryan will be a blessing to you. We are on our second leg talking about Gideon on the book of Judges. Lesson 2, I'm so excited. When I was studying this, man, Revelation was just exploding left and right. I'm, wait a minute, Lord, I don't want to go four weeks on this. But if you just give me a few minutes tonight, this is really going to be a blessing to all of you. Now, if we go back to last week's message, Israel just lost Moses and just lost Joshua. And now got transition sila from the two greatest men they ever knew personally. 400 years of slavery in Egypt, ginluwas sila ni Moses. Ginluwas sila sang Dios through Moses. After Moses, they were about to enter the promised land and they did it through Joshua. And now that they are situated... Their bellies are bigger than it was, be, it was before. Their lives are so much more comfortable now. Everything was fine with them. And then all of a sudden, tragedy struck. But if you read your Bible, the problem with Israel ever since, and I'm saying this as a review from last week, has always been their inability, okay? Their incapacity to resist assimilation. Now watch this. Ang intention gitani isang Dios. God's true intention was this. He picks a person or a group of people. He calls them out. And through that person, He blesses the world. Now, the reason why Israel in the Old Testament was called the chosen people has nothing to do with them just being better than others. It has everything to do with God's plan in the relations it was supposed to be through Adam and Eve, right? Adam and Eve fell, and then sila kabataan, Cain fell, and then through Abel who died, nagbataliwat si Seth, and then nagwa, nagwa si, si Noah. If you read your Bible, God always, listen to me, since Genesis 1.26, after that point in time, God has never worked on earth independent of a human agent. Meaning, He always works His power and His love through somebody. So, God would look around and find someone who would say yes to Him. Listen to me. This is how God usually does it. He looks for someone with the right heart. They may not be perfect. They might be a diamond in the rough or they may look really, really raw. Like, wala gitsang chansang maghambang amangin mayo nisa. And then, God gives them a promise. And when they respond to the promise, God builds something through them. Because the heart of God really is this. He really wants to bless everyone. And so after sang iyan ni Seth, ni Noah, impili sang Dios si Abraham. From Abraham, nagwa ang 12 tribes of Israel. And we know the story. And through Jacob, Tapos na, na, na trap sila sa, Israel, uh, sa Egypt. And for 400 years, the chosen people of God chose him 
to bring the power of God to the world were trapped inside that nation. No, lantawan yung blang predicament. What happened next? God raises up another person. Abi mo kuno nakita ko sa Dios. He doesn't look for the best people sa matasang tao. He looks usually for the ones who looks somewhat flawed, like Moses thought that he could not speak well. He wasn't really the perfect representation in the sense that as soon as he, you know, killed the Egyptian, and when another Hebrew uh, uh, condemned him by saying, are you going to kill us like you killed the Egyptian? Ano ginimu ni Moses? He ran away for another 40 years in the wilderness. After 40 years, the burning bush. After the burning bush, another 40 years in the wilderness again. And then after the Moses, of course, the grace up sea, Joshua. And that is the entire history of Israel in a nutshell. Now finally, here they are, living in Canaan land, the promised land. Everything was fine. After many years, they start instead nga ang kalibutan magsunod sa ila para ma-bless sila sang Dios instead of introducing God to Canaan or introducing God to the Canaanites ang ginimo sang Israel ginbato nila ang relihiyon sang Canaanites and then all of a sudden Israel was already erecting altars and asherah poles for the Canaanite gods to the point that they started making sacrifices and bowing down to the gods that God told them not to bow down to. And remember our message last week, because of that, because okay, Old Testament pa niyo, under the law pa ne, and because of that, their mistake made, their actions pulled away the protection of God upon their lives, and then thus the Midianites came. And you know the story, right? Ano ginimos ng Midianites? Seven years. Can you imagine during the first year they were doing their thing, planting their crops, everything was okay. And out of nowhere, a Midianite horde, around 150,000 of them with camels and horses and donkeys and everything, an army, floods down to where they were and then takes out all the things that they had, leaving them, the Bible said, with nothing. Na surprise sila. Next year, ano ginimo nila? The same thing. By the time of harvest, ano ba ginimo ko do sang Canaanites, do demonyo git. After sang tanan nila nga labor for an entire year, the, Cana- the Midianites come back again and take all of the produce, the products of their labor. Unfair? Unfair hindi. Unfair. Maybe after two times, probably masiling kang sobra-sobra na ne. We have to do something about this. Maybe they wanted to, but they knew, they understood. That was an impossibility. You know, before I move on, you know why they were afraid of the Midianites? Because this is the same Israel who saw the armies of Pharaoh drown. This is the same Israel who were taken out of Egypt. You know why? Because the next generation started to worship other gods, started moving away from God. Their intimacy with God was lost. Listen, the moment you lose intimacy with God and start bending your knees to other gods, that's the time you lose the confidence to stand against your enemies and say, I can do this because God is with me. It doesn't matter how many Bible studies you attend. It doesn't matter what people say. If you 
move away from God as Israel did. And then listen to this. Seven years. That's the story last week. Seven years. After seven years, on the seventh year, they cried out to God. Kanami isang Dios no? Bisan after nga nagpabdungol kita, why kita gapamati, gapaugtas kita, if you cry out to Him, all bets are off. He loves you still. He's welcoming you again into His arms and finds a way to bless you. <laughs> so that's the story. And those who are there, nagkwan sila, nagabuto sa point nga to. And then, on that seventh year, they cried out to God. But watch this. They cried out to God, but where were they when the Midianites came again for free food, free supplies? Din sila, where was Israel? The Bible says they ran to the mountains and into the caves, leaving everything behind for the Midianites to enjoy. Where was Gideon? Inside the wine press, threshing wheat in the wine press. Let me tell you what, Gideon was not the most qualified guy. He was just as scared as everyone else was. Atuto siya gathresh sang wheat. Ang pagthreshing sang wheat before, outside na siya sa threshing floor. They would get their wheat and thresh it there para ang mga chaff palidun sang hangin. Pero atuto siya gathresh sang wheat sa sulud sang wine press do kweba na siya. Why? For what purpose? So that the Midianites would not take their stuff. I'm giving a review. And right at that moment, the angel of the Lord appears to him. And the angel of the Lord says, this is what the Lord, the Lord turned to him and said, go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. Now, last week, Misha, but let me just recap. Tanawan yung balang picture. The entire nation was gone. Now, let's just assume, because the Bible says they all fled to the mountains and the hills and the caves. But Gideon stayed to thresh wheat in the threshing, not in the threshing floor, but in the wine press. Now watch this. God chooses him. He goes in there and the angel says, you're chosen. Ano response ni Gideon gane? I come from the lowest tribe. Of all the tribes. And I am the lowest in my tribe. Why me? Tani siya na lang. Tani ato na lang. I am the lowest in the lowest tribe. Why are you choosing me? <laughs> but the Bible says, go with the strength you have. Again, last week. Your divine purpose is hidden in what you already have. Now, this. Just bear with me. The usual problem with Christianity is this, and not, this is not just Christianity. Normal nga batasan sang tao. What we do is, before we move in faith, we always give God certain requirements. In the sense, like, Lord, himoon kuni, kung himoon muni. Kung may amo lang ko ni Tani, makaamo ko na. Kung makaamo lang ko to, mahimo ko ni. Kung may kwarta lang ko Tani, kung may balay lang ko Tani, kung may education lang ko Tani, 
Listen, that's not the intention of God. The intention of God is to find you and to tell you what you have now is where we need to start. No matter how small it may look like, we're going to start from there and we're going to save an entire nation from something that seems, oh, come on church. So it doesn't matter when what you think you have in your life is small and insignificant. God's going to take it and turn it all around. Watch this, Judges chapter 6. Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. And I am the least in my entire family. Grabe, no? Gin pamangkot ko ni sa ginoo. So gin study ko, gin basa ko liwat kapila ko ni gin liwat, gin meditate ko, nag-research ko. Nobody could give a concrete answer besides online, sa mga commentaries, nga agin pili sang Diyos si Gideon. He didn't seem like the boldest guy. And I was meditating last night. I had a lot of calls last night. Damo, damo ko client calls last night. So we're just attending to some of the calls and the video calls. And I was helping them with their marketing, etc. And then, hindi ko hindi ko out in the midst of that, this, the Lord spoke to me. And this is what He said. Because I was asking, bisan ka obra kagali? Pwede kagali ka obra, pero ang mind mo gakunek mang yapun sa Dios. Gapamangkot yapun, Lord, why? What is this? What is the meaning? My question was, why Gideon? And this was his answer. He was scared and he was hiding. But unlike those who fled, he stayed and did something. No matter how seemingly small. You need to, oh, I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but somebody here sitting on those pews feel like what you're doing is too small, it's too insignificant. God is telling you right now, as I speak to you, it may seem small, but it's better than doing nothing. God is telling you, if you respond to my call, if you're, oh, mm-mm-mm. I don't know what got into Gideon. It's not written in the Bible because seven years would have been too much. But I believe on the seventh year, he finally realized after all these years, if they're going to take it, they're going to take it. But I have to do something about it. I ain't perfect. I ain't the strongest one. I ain't the smartest one. I don't have the most money or the most influence. But there's definitely something I can do about this situation. Because I believe that God would be there. Yes, church. Yes, watch this. Nothing delays your deliverance like complacency. <laughs> Damo bila tao nga uh, sino sinyo kaagi sino or may kilala ka mo. Permilang depressed. Permilang frustrated. Permilang to suicide. Pero hindi man magsimba. Ah, next week lang. Next year lang. Next month lang. Kung ang matutom gani nagasimba, nagaka-strengthen sang word, nagadayaw sa Dios, may fellowship sang church kung sila gani May battles giapon kis ang abudlay. How much more kung waikay gasimba? Wala kamanga word, wala kamanga study, wala kamanga meditate, wala kamanga involve, wala kamanga commit, wala kamanga fellowship. Tapos mambaka Lord nga ka depressed ko Lord, nga ka frustrated ko Lord. 
Probably it's about time you wake up and tell yourself, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I am done with this depression. I don't want to be depressed no more. I don't want to live like this no more. It's about time that the church wakes up. Complacency delays your deliverance. Ang power ara na. Gaka-delay kita. Gaka-delay ka. Tungkol kaya. Next week naman ah. Abay lang, okay na na. <laughs> Ang complacency, uh, best friend ni siya sa katamad. Ginalanta ko bilang word na complacency. You know what it is really? It's the lack of excitement and fire for what you do. I mean, let, let, let me give you a hint. You think that the people dancing in the front really feel like dancing all the time? No. I don't feel like dancing all the time. But you do it. Ang nature sang Dios kung lang taon yung what He does is when He finds you, and I believe you've all been called, and then He plants something, He gives you a word. Amunang ways ang Dios tagaan niya ka treasure in word form, and then what he gave you, he expects to grow. Pamate, if what he gives does not have the potential to grow, then God is unjust. Remember the parable of the talents. God gave one the parable. The master said he gave one five, and he gave the other two, and he gave the other one. Ang first two, they invested it, they did something, and then phew, it worked. Believe it or not, the word of God, the seed itself, the promise in itself is already full of power. All you gotta do is work it out. You don't work for the power, you work out the power. You work out the potential. The last guy who had won, he hid it in a napkin, hid it under the earth, and what did he do? Nothing. When his master came back, he, the, his master said, if you would have at least, Matea, at the very least, if you would have put it in the bank. Rabbi, no, aran magli sa bang bangko, no? At least may makuha kapag may interest. I'm not giving you financial advice, but if you really want your money to grow, putting it in the bank is the worst way to do it. If you want your money to grow, invest it. Put it in a business. Invest it. But if you want your money to just grow, be safe lang, lang, wala lang growth, wala kong put it in the bank. The least, pinakagamay, pilang interest sa buong sang bank sa savings, per annum, 2%, May 2%, ayan. Kung magbutang ka 100 pesos, may 2 ka kapiso per annum. Look at what God said. If you would have done that, <laughs> see, our problem is, this guy said, you are an unjust master. Yeah, apat ginatag mo. Yeah, dua ginatag mo. Ako isa lang. Unfair ka. Hambas ang Diyos, no. You don't understand. 
Everything I give has the power to expand. It has the power to explode. Oh, come on, church. I'm talking to you. The problem is not the talent. The problem is not the word. The problem is not the promise. The problem is you're too complacent. You don't want to do nothing. You want to sit there and wait for something to happen. Remember the story of Jabez. But the annual Jabez. Kung basahon yung life ni Jabez. In fact, may mga churches nga alam niya, the church are the prayer of Jabez church. Pati ano na na. Look at this. If you're reading your Bible, it describes some of the great men and women of God and prophets and priests and their accomplishments. Ching, ching, ching. Pak, 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 pak. And then it pauses and inserts this obscure character named Jabez in the middle. Bang. And he was known for one thing. The audacity of his prayer. Watch this. The word Jabez means conceived in pain. Kalawa, you know, sangalan palang perdina. Sangalan palang dosumpa na sino nga nanay, ngalanan mo bata mo, pain and suffering. Aran na si kasakit, ho? Oh, aran na si Agoy. May lang kung ouch tani, dumidyo social. Hi, ouch. His own mother named her after pain and misery. But this one individual, watch this guys, had the audacity to pray this. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Are you missing me? He, he, he didn't do nothing. He didn't erect kingdoms. He didn't cast out so many things. He didn't push away enemies. He didn't do a lot of prophecies. But he had one thing about him. He did something and he had the audacity to say, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. That you would enlarge my territory. Oh, come on, church. Ang problema is ang kahadlok natin mag Kay feeling mo ang imu step insignificant. Yun ang balang ko ng media team, headed by Kirk. For example, ang event natin dito sa Il City, bala? Before the event, the media team was already going frantic. Kinalam mo ubra posters, kinalam mo ubra promo, kinalam mo ubra amuni, alaga ka na, adlo-adlo ardi sila, may mga exam pa na, may mga schedules na, Obra posters, ay hindi ka pasar, liwata. Obra video, ay hindi, liwata. Liwat naman, liwat, liwat naman, liwat. Pag-abot sa event, si Kurt mismo nagkuha siya sa room dito sa Madison para tanan nga team, ato dito, hindi sila malate. Pag-abot dito, wala pa ka mukha abot, tanan. Ato na itong media team, kaplastar sa ilang obra. From morning, pag-abot sa lunchtime, kapanyaga kami, tiya, ato, kapanyaga kami diri sa likod. Ato sila giyapon to, kapanghimus. And then pagbalik namun to dito sa ICC, aran naman sila liwat. Pagkatapos sa pag-evening, himos naman. Pagkatapos ng event, pahuway ta. Balan nyo kung nagbras ng media team, may bugang naman silang obra. Kinalaman luto, ikulate naman ang tanan ng mga media, tanan ng videos. Pero I guarantee you, kung patindugon ko din sa mga tanan ng media teams, tubangan nyo, aside guro kay Liam ka kay Kirk, bas hindi nyo sila kilala. 
What they do, it may seem very insignificant to you. But see, the thing is, you don't have to do the biggest things. You just have to do something. You're missing me, church. You don't have to hold the microphone. You just have to say this. I may be threshing inside a wine press, but I have to do something about this. I am sick and tired of being like this. I want to be better. I believe in something better. God has something better for me. Panahon naguro nga magpugtaw ang church. Kag magrealize kita, God has something better for me. I can't live like this forever. I can't be frustrated forever. I can't be poor forever. I can't be sick forever. I have to believe somehow that something good is about to happen. Woo! Hallelujah! Look, look at this. The Lord said to him, I will be with you as you destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting one man. Mabasa tanayama story story time. Nagambal ng angel. If I Gideon replied, 6, 17 to 18, if now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that is really you talking to me. Sabi no, angel na gastoria si mo, mangayaw kapagid sign. You know why? You know why he's like this? You know why he's like this? Because Gideon is a victim of the cold, insensitive hearts of Israel towards God. They have not worshipped Yahweh or experienced His presence for years. So even though an angel was standing in front of him, he did not have enough confidence in the promise. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. Please do not go away until I come back. So sinig say, angel, hindi ka maglakat. Please don't leave. I'm gonna go. Until I come back and bring my offering and set it before you. And the Lord said, I will wait until you return. Can you imagine? So the Lord spoke through the angel. So, Gideon was talking to God through the angel. Where is God? Sitting on his throne. So, Gasturia si Gideon sa Dios through the mouth of the angel. Gets niya? That's why he, he talks to the angel and says, Lord, it's not saying that the angel is God, but the angel is a representation, an emissary, someone who brings a message from God. All right? Now, watch this. I will wait until you return. So, Gideon hurried home. He cooked a young goat with a basket of flour and he baked some bread without yeast. Then carrying the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot, he brought them out and presented them to the angel who was under the great tree. Watch. Then the angel of God said to him, place the meat and the unleavened bread on this rock and pour the broth over it. And Gideon did as he was told. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and bread with the tip of the staff in his hand, and the fire flamed up and from the rock and consumed all that he had, and the angel of the Lord disappeared. So, grabe no? Hindi magalin. Give me a sign. Puli siya, nai. Nagluto siya. Prepare siya. Pakita sang angel. This is what the angel did with his staff. And then, it consumed the entire meal. And then the angel disappeared. And then look at this. 
when Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord. After everything that happened, after the vision, after the angel in front of you, after making the meal, after giving it to him, when the angel disappeared, did to you palang kag na realize. You know, when you have been down for so long, you've been battered and bruised and hurt for so long. When something good is standing in front of you, sometimes it's so hard to just believe. Is this really true? Does, does, does God really love me that much? You know the story of Marika Reyes, right? Hindi ko na pag-elaborate. Itong may mga scandal and everything. Naglapta sa bilog ng Pilipinas. Because of that, she was broken, got to know the Lord. After many years, she talks about it. And this is her statement. Celia, it's not what really makes me cry and grips my heart. It's not, it's not what happened in the past which was really horrible and awful and embarrassing. What really grips her heart is that God could love her still and show so much love and mercy and blessings upon her life after everything that she has done. Si kabudlay mag-respond sa kaayos ang Diyos kung ang ginatudlo sa imo ang judgment sang Diyos. Ang anger sang Diyos. Nga ang Diyos gapang pina, ang Diyos gapang pigos. Gideon cries out. Look at this. He cried out, Oh, sovereign Lord. Look, look, look. I'm doomed. Instead of going back, yay! Linya, patay. I'm doomed. I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. It is all right, the Lord replied. Well, I don't angel, but the voice was still there. Do not be afraid. You will not die. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord and named it Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. Now watch this. I'm going to show you something here. That night, the Lord said to Gideon, here's another requirement. See, gusto tayo permi, ang 300, dobla ni Gideon, ang munang gusto tayo pamatian. But before the 300 event, something happened. And this is as important as the 300. That night, the Lord said to Gideon, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one that is seven years old. Pull down your father's altar of father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole standing beside it. Kita mo? Ang kaugulingon nga family ni Gideon, may altar para kay Baal. Then build an altar to the Lord your God here on this hilltop sanctuary, laying the stones carefully. Sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on the altar, using as fuel, uh, as fuel the wood of the Asherah pole you cut down. So the reason just gamit ato ang Asherah pole, ang do obelisk, do poste nga ginagamit sa pagworship sila sa una. Utda to himo ato nga kahoy panggatong sa sacrifice. But because me, I don't just read. I'm nitpicky. So here's my question. Why the seven-year-old second bull? Nga seven-year-old second bull. 
And I went around and I studied it and I read again and again. Lato ko sa mga commentaries. Naglanta ko as nakalambot na ko sa mga Talmud, sa mga tagroom. Anong essence? Why the second bull that's seven years old? And this is what I found. Watch this. Because the Israelites were under the oppression of the Midianites for seven years. The bull was seven years old. The age of the bull symbolizes the end of a seven year of tyranny from the Midianites, meaning kill or sacrifice the bull, or it means end of the seven year of oppression. Now watch this. Were they still under oppression? Yes. Were the Midianites still there? Yes. Where are the Midianites? Right there, in front of them. Sino sinyo kagi sina? Naghatag ng Dios promise? Nagsimba ka na? Naghaleluya ka na? Nagspeak in tongues ka na? Pero after sina, pagpuli mo, may problema mangyapon. Nagbelieve ka na for healing. Nagtestimony ka pa. After sa testimony mo, naglala. Come on. I'm talking to you. Sometimes that happens. But you just hold on to that word, that promise. This is what I like. A sacrifice, watch this, is a symbol, a declaration of praise, of thanksgiving. It's a declaration of something that dies. Watch this. God was telling him, this is what's going to happen. I want you to declare this before it even happens. Again, 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 again. First time, it was God saying, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. I will deliver you. I will use you. And God says, it's your turn now. I want you to declare. Make it official. I am missing me, church. I want you to let the heavens hear, and I want you to let hell hear that it is official. Tonight is the end of all the pain and suffering that I have. It may come, it may knock at the door, but my deliverance is at hand. I'm declaring it tonight. I'm declaring it tonight. Make it official. Abi nyo kabudlay mag-declare sang something nga hindi pa magita. Pirmila ko gahambal sa una sang arap at sa Robinson, mapatindog ta building, makaugliyot nga church, makaugli. Duguba lang ko nga plaka, pero kinanglan mo hambalon. It has to be official. Find somebody to share it with. Go friends, tell them, you know what guys? My goodness, I'm so excited. Anong excited mo? Because I see the blessing of God sa kabuhi ko. Ma- Grabe ang himuon sa ginoo sa akong life. Tapos tulukon niya ka. Wala man sa anything siya. They don't understand. You're just declaring the end of the many years of suffering and declaring the beginning of your deliverance. That's why seven years. Watch this. Why the second bull? Because the first bull was just was most likely being fattened for sacrifices to Baal, which would mean it was unclean. Kita mong family ni Gideon, may sacrifice sila, yagin patambok nila fattened calf. Fattened calves are fattened for seven years. 
to sacrifice to the Lord before the second bull was fit to be sacrificed. Watch this. Hindi gusto sang Diyos to. Gusto sang Diyos itong wala nadagtaan. I want the next one. The next, listen, pamatikan mo, this is important. Wala ginabutang da sang Diyos kung wala meaning. Hindi na ambiguous. May power na. Now watch. Kinanglan ngang i-offer ni Gideon, hindi atong i-offer man kay Baal. So, ambal sang Diyos, give me the second one. Now look at this. The second ball is symbolic of the second Adam or the last Adam. The first man or the first Adam was Jesus. I was, was Adam. And the second Adam or the last Adam is Jesus. Watch this. And that Jesus was the sacrifice that God required. Oh, come on, I'm talking to you, church. So that a declaration of the end of the many years of suffering and tyranny is a... When God says something, He means it. When He sent His Son, He meant it. That's why the Bible says He came to set the captives free. Can you imagine that woman that was sick for 18 years? Crooked ang yelikod, basibuktot. Pagkita ni Jesus, siya nung bali Jesus, woman, Thou art loosed. He set her free from that malady and miraculously, oh, listen to me, church, tanan sa Bible, nagatudlo pa kanto kay Jesus. Kisa mamangkot kita ang aakin, ang landis ang Diyos, ang mga muamo ni. Kung wala mo nakita ang New Testament, kamisterius ang ways ang Diyos. What you don't understand is, God is giving us a prophetic picture of what was about to happen. The first ball made a mistake. He dropped the ball. But the second one is coming and is good enough to end all of your pain and suffering. He's good enough to end this many years of tyranny. Woo! Can I get an Amen. Five more minutes. I have more. <laughs> Samtang ginabasa ko ni. Basta i-translate ko siya pakadto kay Jesus. Then some of the things that don't make sense, they start to make sense. Watch. Hindi pagit satisfied Sige, yun. Nangayo pagit siya sign. Judge, Judges 6, 33-39. A shortcut ko lang at the time. First, he asked God to put dew on a fleece he lays out. So, nagbutang siya fleece. Anong fleece? Uh, first, ang, ang sheep. Ginbutang yung fleece sa gwa pa niya, Lord, put dew on the fleece instead of the ground. So, giling niya, gino, I will believe if you give me this one more sign pagit. Ang fleece ibutang ko sa guabalay. Dapat may Jew ang fleece, may tunog. Pero mala ang palibot. Lo and behold, the next day when he wakes up, the fleece was soaking with Jew and the ground was dry. Sige, si Lord gidne. Isa pa be, isa pa be. Tapos si Lingeman, okay Lord, this time, opposite na. Mala naman ang fleece. Basa naman ang ground. So, bili naman to. Next day, he wakes up, he looks at it, and the ground was, was, was uh, wet. 
and the fleece was dry. Silian na is ikaw na kidney, Lord mo. Isa pa ba? Isa pa ba? One more sign, one more sign. Silian, one more sign, Lord. This time ni what? Ang fleece dapat basa, ang ground dapat mala, and then the next day it happened again. Isa ka pa mangkut ko, Lord. Nakapatient sa imo kay Gideon ha. Pamangkot ko na siya, Lord, may many times bala do. Sang napasa ko. Kapila katigas ang ulo. Damo-damo na sahin niya ya. Ako dugay ko nagira pangayo ang sahin ko amugid man ni kung siya gitman wala moy ko natagaan. Dugay na nagatag ang Dios lang lang nakita. Watch this. This time, the fleet, Gideon finally believed. So, sitting in Diyos, he said, Judges 7, gather an army. So, nagtipon si Gideon. 30 plus thousand. 32,000 to be exact. Still small, minute, compared sa Midianite army nga sitting sa Bible, though apan hindi maisip, like locusts. 30,000. The Lord said to Gideon, You have too many warriors with you. <laughs> if I let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they saved themselves by their own strength. Therefore, tell the people whoever is timid or afraid may leave this mountain and go home. What happened? 22,000 instantly left. <laughs> Leaving only 10,000 who were willing to fight. Tapos lang sa ginoo, still too many. Ano siling ni Sang Diyos? Dala sila sa sapa, sa suba, sa river, and let them drink. May another test tong iban nga nag-inom and in the end, ginpapuli tungo la kapasar from thirty-two thousand ang nabilin kay Gideon. And you know the story. No more suspense. Three hundred na lang against an army that cannot be numbered. And the Lord told Gideon, "With these three hundred men, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites." Send all the others home. Mm. Mm. Lord, do ka impossible. Allow me to read for just a few more minutes. Kagtapos mahataw kasi I promise. He divided the three hundred men into three groups, and he gave each man a ram's horn and a clay jar with a torch in it. Then he said to them, keep your eyes on me. When I come to the edge of the camp, just do as I do. And as soon as I blow the, as, as soon as I, and those with me blow the ram's horns, blow your horns too, all around the entire camp, and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. So imagine nga, horn in his Well, Wala makita nga horn. Kapangita ko sang, ano ganyan na, shofar. 
wala ko siyang may madumdumang ng may character so far. So just imagine this is a horn. So 300 men, mayo pa ganito ya ang kay Leonidas nga 300 mo. Bisan nakabahag lang sila sa may bangkaw. Kag may kapa. Kag may abs. Kag pinakadabi sa tanan, may bungot. 300 kaburanguson nga laki nga nakabahag. Kag may kapa. Hindi ko mentiyan nga mabahag ka, pero makapa ka. I mean, like, wala sang sense. Basta kung huya, mahuya sila in the middle. Ayan, ano. 300, Gideon. Ang weapon nila, jar, earthen vessel, kaghorn. You imagine, 300 lang kamo, kontra nyo hindi may isip, amun nila nyo. Kaysa lang, maba, maaway ka sa yawa, maaway ka sa demonyo. Tutod lang, kutulukon lang sa tawhanon nga panulok, tsura mo doon mo nyo. I'll show you a few things. Just bear with me. And it was just after midnight, after the changing of the guard, when Gideon and the 100 men with him reached the edge of the Midianite camp. Rosh, here it is. Suddenly, they blew the ram's horns. That's right, Tandila mo. And broke their clay jars. Hindi ko lang yung Watch, watch. And they held the blazing torches in their left hands and in their right hands. And they all shouted a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. So I'm going to pause there for a while. So again, here's a story. They have a trumpet. On the right hand, my trumpet. On the left hand, my jar, nga my lamp sa sulud. So gamuna sila ho. Hindi hindi do hindi soldier chura nila, chura nila do makaruling. Kona siguro can you just imagine the devil if 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 demons were there, they were probably saying. What? Seriously? That one? Siguro mga demonyo ka, Pir. Ay, nano. Maaway ka na lang mo muna. Banga. Spare with me. Siyempre, wala sang empty. May meaning na sa Diyos kung haaamo na. Look at this in 2 Corinthians 4, 6-7. For God had said, let's start with this at 7, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. Now watch, 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 watch. The power is not the jar. The power is not the horn. It was the light inside. 
Again, this alone, no power. Horn alone, no power. But it was that light that was placed in... Lord, kung ikaw binosigid diyon, galing kayo, damo-damo na nga sayang kinpangayoy eh. Mareklamo pa sa... Lord, tama ka, ambiguous ang imugi na pangayoy. This is too weird. We're gonna go to war with a pitcher in our hand and light inside and a horn on the other hand. Pero wala na choice si Gideon eh. Nagkagat na siya sa promise ng Diyos. Pero may meaning na tanan sa Diyos. For God said, let the light shine out of darkness. Look at this. Let the light shine out of darkness and made His light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ Jesus. Look, look at the sugpon. But we have this treasure. What is that treasure? The light inside in earthen vessels or jars of clay. Para kay Gideon, it was just a weird command that he had to obey. But for us who understand, can you please turn off the lights and turn off this babbed? Now watch. Ito niyong patayin sa gilid. The Bible says there's darkness. You know, I asked the Lord, Paano nila, Lord, ginbuka ang jar? You ever asked that question? Okay, re- rephrase, rephrase. Without the light, this is us. Nothing. And then God decides. See, for Gideon, it was just weird. Again, God was prophesying for the coming of a reality that would break tyranny and bring deliverance. God sees you. This is an earthen vessel made from earth. And God says, I will put my light inside. This will break. This almost means nothing. But I'm going to put something inside. Watch. Watch, watch, watch. The power is not this. The power is this. And then it was dark. See, we could go through our entire Christian lives burdened by so many things. And if we look at from one side, it doesn't look like we're anything spectacular, but just another earthen vessel. See, what the devil doesn't want to understand and believe And what he wants you to be ignorant of is that there is something inside of you 
that is about to destroy your enemy with one shout. Bear with me. So I asked the Lord, how did they break the jar? See, the jar represents us, right? I'm, 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 you know the story. Break it, bang. You need to be broken para magwang light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the common side of it. You already know that story. That's been preached a bazillion times. But here's my question. How did they do it? See, my imagination was like this. Growing up, this is how they did it. The Lord said, nope. You know why? Inside of the jar is a lamp. May kalayo. May lamp sa sulod. Kung ilampos nila, mawasakto ka nun. So you know what I did? I spent a lot of time praying and searching. And then I found this. There's probably two ways they did it. Are you ready for this? The first one, among us Bible scholars, was they blew the trumpet, the horn so hard. It was already a miraculous event at that moment that the sound itself, the sound of their declaration, the sound of their praise, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon for God and for Gideon. That shout and that horn was so loud that the resonance and that sonic boom made the jar break. Amazing, right? But then I studied some more. That could be it. And then I saw this Jewish rabbi named Yishkach. According to uh, this is how it happened. So they were marching. Holding their horns. Pagabut nila sa precipice, sa edge sang mountain, looking down on the Midianite armies. They were holding their horns on their right hands. The horn is a declaration of praise, it is a declaration of victory. In the Bible, when the horn is sounded, meaning the king has come and he is victorious, and then the people start to rejoice. Amunang meaning sang horn. And this is the best part. How did they break the jar? You know how they did? Ginauyata nila ang jar. After they blew it. And this is how it's done. With the same horn. Oh, you gotta get this. That they used to declare their declaration. Ang horn na uyat na sa right hand, ang left hand na uyat sang jar. As soon as they blew the horn, after blowing the horn, they took the horn, watch this, and smashed the jar. Watch it, you get it, you get it. And all of a sudden, 
boom, an explosion of light and power. All of a sudden, the enemies fled like they don't understand it. And I said, God, why not, why not just remove that and show them the light? The Lord said, no, 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 no. You have to break the barrier. The limitation. What's the limitation? The barrier in your mind. Watch this. And what will I use, God? Use that same tool that you used to declare to be the one to break the mental barriers so that the light of God. Oh, you can turn on the light. That's why we're wondering. Why do we have to gather and shout praises to the Lord? What you don't understand is there is power when the church starts to declare. And with the same weapon that they used to declare that they had in their head, they took it and they smashed what destroyed. What happened next? You can turn on the lights. Worship team, come up with the same. They recovered. And now it just looks like this. Not done yet. And the spirit asked me, son, what is left? There's nothing left but your praise declaration and the light in your see the problem is you already have this light inside of you and the devil says you're too tired stay home it's too hot stay home stay home there's no need to give you have a lot of needs yourself don't give don't pray for others don't share the gospel don't do nothing stay home keep the light hidden but the spirit of the lord says i want you to start declaring it and use that declaration to start smashing the barrier from within you and the light and to the manifestation of your total victory in the name of the lord thank you for joining us if you are blessed by this message, share this with someone you know and be a blessing as well. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know by rating our podcast or reaching us at our social media platforms. Links are in the description.